Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people. Who really like ABC this month. Yeah, inadvertently. <laughs> what, what happened there? I don't know. We need to cleanse our palate next week. Yeah, right? Oh, Yikes. we will. We will. Oh, we will. Next week we're going on a journey. But this week, <laughs> we have a different destination in mind. See what I did there? I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) This week, oh, get ready. This week, we're going under the sea with ABC's (laughs) Little Mermaid Live. Ayo. Oh. I have infinite regrets. Yeah. Infinite. So many of them. Yeah. Yeah. A real lot of them. The first being that I didn't know that this was a part animated, part live action musical when we (laughs) committed to putting this on our schedule. Same. Same, same, same. Yeah, we decided to do this because we've missed all of the other live musicals, and it just sort of felt like, like, it it felt like we just needed to do one, I guess. Mm. Right? Yeah. It was just kind of like, I guess it's time. This felt like one that would be bad. If we had known more going in, I would have waited, I think. Yeah. <laughs> For us to, like, weigh in on a, a different one. <laughs> <laughs> but we're never watching another one, so. we're No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm all set. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I... I didn't find out that it was part animated, part live until like a couple days before I finally went to watch it. And even then, I assumed that by that they meant like a scene here and there. Yeah, I didn't realize it was the whole movie minus the songs. (laughs) Yeah. I saw someone on Twitter describe it as less of a live musical and more of a concert in between the film. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think that's way more accurate. The- um, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, where do you want to start with this? I mean... Should we start with, like, the studio setup? I feel like that's important to discuss. Okay. Yeah, that's the a good audience, starting point. The stage setup, if you will. I have, so I have just a lot of feelings here. But yes, let's, let's dive in there. <laughs> so they open up the first scene in the theater that they're in. And it looks like a concert set up with, like, a little path that you walk down off the stage like a I don't know like a award show situation. Like a runway kind of. Yeah. Yeah. There's and probably a technical name for that. Yeah. But we don't have to know it. <laughs> no. <laughs> and there's like clusters of people standing around it and 
there's a like a sheet on the back of the stage that they're projecting the movie onto. Yep. And I think the first number in it is No, they didn't do that first. I was going to say they do start it with animation. But when they do their first song, that was the moment that I couldn't anymore because they made the audience wave like streamers to yes. make it look like waves. Yep. So there's audience participation think- just throughout. Yeah, and it was questionable at all times. I also think it's important to spend a moment on the audience because it, Kelsey said this briefly, but the audience is standing. Mm-hmm. And the audience stands the whole time. Like a concert, again. It is like a concert in that sense. I wouldn't stand to watch a movie, though. I mean, I wouldn't ever get myself into the situation where I was willingly at The Little Mermaid Live. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about, like, live shows. Because I was having this whole thought process that you weren't party to, since you're not in my brain. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) about, like... Whether or not it's actually unreasonable to ask the audience to stand for the length of a performance, since that's what you do at concerts anyway. And where I came to in my brain when I said that sentence out loud was that, no, not this time. Not this time because they're pretending like it's theater. Right, right. You don't stand to go to a musical. No, no. No, and I had a lot of beef with this in general, and I I think it's sort of a layered problem. Like, there's some genre vomit issues at play, (laughs) because they're trying to do theater, and they're trying to do the animated film, and they're trying to do television. Yeah. So, yikes. And then, so I was, I, I don't know if this is the time to get into it, but I was having this, like, issue... The whole time I was watching it. And the issue comes down to the way a a show or a performance or whatever achieves the suspension of disbelief. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, like when you go to... When I go to a show, I'll only speak for myself here. When I go Mm -hmm. to a show, I sit down at the theater and I look at the stage and I think... Oh, there's, like, four props there. And then, like, a person's gonna come and stand on the stage and, like, oh, it's all so silly. And then there's, like, the moment where the actors come out and the lights go down and they have to, like, build a relationship with you and get your trust, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the moment where everybody, like, you and the actors have this moment together where you're like, okay, we're all in this performance together now. And you're yep. just gonna watch me do it for two hours and... By the end of it, you are going to be immersed in this experience. Right. And you'll stop thinking about how silly it all is. Right. But, like, if you're constantly hopping back and forth between people on stage in costumes and, like, the animated film and TV commercials and live behind-the-scenes shots of actors getting makeup done. Right. Like, when do you have time to to do that you don't and no like the way they're doing that with the people watching on tv i don't know about the people there is like 
all they're doing is doing those stupid pop-ups that are like, someone's going to sing a song in three minutes. Like, no. I hated those, too, because they they made me feel like they were trying to convince me to keep watching. Like, they feel apologetic. They have these pop-ups before the next song where it'll be like, you know, the char- the actor playing Ariel It'll be her in costume, smiling and waving at the bottom of the screen, and it'll say, part of your world in three minutes. <laughs> or, poor unfortunate souls in two minutes. See <laughs> or, Queen Latifah as Ursula in one minute. <laughs> the grand finale in three minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Are we all counting down for this to be over, ABC? I, the, that, we're going to come back to that. I have a specific bullet point for that. Okay. And it all starts with that fucking pop-up god (laughs) because i won't skip ahead but i will say that pop-up um appears in the part of the animated film that they are displaying where they're already into ariel and prince eric's wedding on the boat and she's like you know having her heartfelt goodbye with king triton Mm -hmm. and the little pop-up is saying grand finale in three minutes and i was like this is the grand finale (laughs) have you not seen the film (laughs) nope we're gonna get back to it holy shit yikes i'm angry but then imagine being an audience member there so you're there you're standing at some point a little disney employee has given you a scarf and said like (laughs) "Eh, just wave this around in a couple minutes okay right and then you're just standing there and between musical numbers, they're projecting the movie onto a sheet on the stage. But then yep. you also have, like, stage crew running around changing out the set pieces. Right. Which presumably is the whole point of the length of time that they had the animated film playing. And, like, to what end? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's really up for debate. Really. Although I, like, I was rip shit every time they would cut back from the animated film to an actual, like, stage moment, and there would be, like, a really elaborate set piece, or, like, they had some really elaborate puppets. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you playing at, like, custom making these fish puppets that then only got used for five minutes? Right. It was a big waste. The budget for every musical number was just insane. Like, the return on investment for minutes of stage time has got to be for shit. And, like, we're in a, in a climate crisis, people. <laughs> well, well, like, I'm watching this and, like, it's kind of a losing game to be trying to recreate a, an ocean setting on a stage, right? Yes. Yeah. And Disney has how many movies in their fucking so streaming platform? Millions? Yeah. Pick another one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's frustrating, too, because The Little Mermaid does actually have a an actual Broadway production. It does? Yeah, there's an actual Broadway version or off-Broadway version, like, stage adaptation that has, like, toured in 
the U.S. and Canada and, like, whatever. It's, like, an actual stage production. But why? And so it's bullshit <laughs> for a television person. I, I lost that <laughs> sentence. But, like, we know that it can – the entirety of the film can be adapted for the stage because there was an entire show that did it. Wow, that just makes it dumber. They did 685 performances and 50 preview performances. Like, the whole thing is dumber. They could, they could have done the entire fucking thing with no interruptions on stage. Like, we didn't need the animated film. It's just so odd. It's terrible. Like, I'm assuming it's because they're trying to push Disney Plus at the same time with this. Yeah. And they're like, remember these old movies that you liked back in the day? The first ad break was just a full minute Disney Plus ad. Yeah. And then they came back to the the show. Right. Yeah, it was super lame. I hated every second of it. And I don't think I ever really liked the movie to begin with. Like, I saw it yeah. when I was really, really, really young, and I may have watched it a few times after that, but not probably in, like like I said, like 25 years. I always think of myself or my history as a, t- as a viewer of media as having liked it, but I think, like, the way I watched movies as a kid was I would put them on in the background, and then I would just, like, run around the house like a maniac, and then mm-hmm. I would, like, stop running for, like, one part that I liked, and then I would just keep running around. And also, I was scared. No. Um, (laughs) Also, I was scared of literally everything. So there were like four or five different parts of of The Little Mermaid that I would always skip because they scared me. Mm. And so I think what it amounted to was I liked Part of Your World, and I liked Poor Unfortunate Souls, and I liked Under the Sea. And that was Mm. pretty much it, I think. Yeah, I think... The only songs, I feel like we had a lot of, like, Disney song compilation VHS tapes. Yeah. So I, like, I knew the songs, but I was not into the actual movie or the story. Yeah, and you know, I haven't watched it as an adult in a while. Like, I think the last time I would have seen it would have been, well, the last time I would have seen it in my off hours would have been in college. I've probably seen it more recently at work, but... Mm. Um, what they don't tell you as a kid about watching movies, like, at school, is that your teacher is definitely a thousand percent not paying attention to anything happening in the room at that moment. <laughs> Correct. So, <laughs> any movies that I watched at work in the last five years uh, did not register with me. Right. Um, it's kind of janky. It's super janky. It was not Disney's best animation. No, not at all. No. I think that was, like, right on the beginning of the upswing of, like, the Disney renaissance of the 90s. Yeah, because it was, it was 89, I think, right? Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, it was a tough time. It didn't... Yeah, it, did, it didn't look great. It didn't look great. But it looked better than the stage production. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so, okay, yes. This is what's unfortunate for this 
television event that they created is that they've made it difficult to talk about the feet of television. <laughs> <laughs> they put too many elephants. Elephants? <laughs> too many elephants. <laughs> there will also be too many elephants, but that's next week. <laughs> <laughs> what a tease. That was beautiful. Ah, whoops. Um, Anyway, they had too many elements, and it is what I wanted to say. But they, like, really were impressed with themselves for being able to do things like having characters fly around on wires to make it look like they could swim. The whole thing looked like fucking Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, but everywhere. Yeah, not good. Yeah. So they, like, put Ariel on these wires and sort of float her around, and then she looks like she's swimming. And then they have a bunch of bubbles, so it looks like it's under the sea because there's all these bubbles. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of, like, what they've got. And then everybody else was in, like, fish suits. So there was this, like, weird mixture, too, <laughs> on the stage of, like, these... Really, like, I don't, like, elegant almost? I can't do words. But, like, fancy costumes. (laughs) Yep. And elaborate, that's a word. Here we go. Here we go. But then, on the other hand, it was, like, a puppeteer with flounder hands. And a flounder hat. Yeah. Yeah, there was not a lot of consistency, but it was just a lot. Yeah, it wasn't Just, like, the volume was (laughs) so, so much. It kind of looked like what I would imagine it would look like if, like, a lush bath bomb exploded. Yeah. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, is this the time to talk about Shaggy? (laughs) Oh my god, Shaggy! I honestly wanted, like, I wish they had, like, a text line the way, like, American Idol does, because I wanted to text in and just be like, Shaggy, blink twice if you need to be rescued. Oh my god! I I don't think I've ever seen a performer look so uncomfortable in a role that they seemingly agreed to willingly. So he's the crab. And Sebastian. He was Sebastian. Yeah. And his crab. His whole costume. Everyone else had like costumes that at least kind of looked like what they were trying to be. Um <laughs> and they just put him in like a, a pleather red straight jacket. <laughs> Imagine like the suit that Michael Jackson wore in the Thriller music video (laughs) and the pleather suit that Britney Spears wore in the Oops, I Did It Again video. And then they had a love child and it became the costume that Shaggy wore as Sebastian in Little Mermaid Live. Like, never mind that they didn't even give him, like, crab hands. (laughs) Can you imagine if he had crab hands? (laughs) I mean, I kind of wish he had. <laughs> what did we lose as a society when we decided not to dress Shaggy in crab hands? But like, did he fight it? Like, did they try to give him crab hands? Like, he didn't have a ha- a hat. I don't know what he would wear. Like, 
It was literally like, let me wear the color that a crab is and hope people get it. <laughs> and kind of walk awkwardly. Oh my god. He just, he had this look on his face the whole time. Like, this is hell. This is my hell. And yet he was like, maybe the most competent performer. <laughs> yes. That is true. I mean, oh. Queen Latifah was good. Yeah, Queen Latifah's good, good in everything she does. Yeah. No one else. <laughs> they, But they also didn't give her anything to do. They were like, we're going to put you on stage four times, and each time you're just going to sing a different, um, what's the word? You're struggling tonight. So it's hard. It starts with an R. Reprise. There it oh, is. There you go. Of I kept coming up with revision. Of the same of, song? Yeah, of Poor Unfortunate Souls, and and then that'll make it worth having paid you to be here. And, like, what was John Stamos doing? Uh, why did they have John Stamos there? <laughs> I wasn't aware he was a, a, an actor of the stage, but... <laughs> and every time they advertised anything, they would be like, and John Stamos as the chef. And it's like, hey, Bud, the chef wasn't an important character. <laughs> no. Well, the again, chef had one song. <laughs> they chose a Disney movie with, like, three roles in it. <laughs> they could have chosen something with an ensemble. Do fucking Snow White. There's thousands of characters. <laughs> right? Like, oh, they will at some point. Oh, I mean, I don't want it. They're going to drive the cannon one, into but... the ground. <sighs> like, when are we going back to Cinderella? That's what I want to know. Uh, I, uh, I don't want any more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it was just the... Remember there was that tweet about the Brandy Cinderella? Yeah. Like, I'm ready for another woke Cinderella of our time. <laughs> 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 I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we ready to talk about why the finale pissed me off so much? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yes. So we're going through the end of the movie. There's, like, no songs in the third act of a musical. This is, like, musical formula 101. Mm-hmm. And so the whole back half of the TV, whatever, was <laughs> the animated film. Yep. And then, so we get through the whole battle with Ursula. Prince Eric kills Ursula, spoilers. And then King Triton decides Ariel can live happily ever after as a human. And then they have a big boat wedding. And all the mer people swim to the surface and wave at her. And there's a rainbow. And her dress is trying to riff off of Princess Diana because it's the 80s. Mm-hmm. And all of this is happening in animation. And then there's, like, this part where this, like, chorus sings the end of Part of Your World, and the boat goes off into the sunset. And the whole time, there's a whole pop-up situation that says, <laughs> grand finale in three minutes, grand finale in one minute. And, like, as I said earlier, the movie ends on the boat. The right. boat sails off into the sunset, you cut to the credits. So I was like, did, are, did they add a song? Is there an epilogue? What are we doing here? Yeah. Obviously, though, the producers planned something for me 
because this fucking pop-up has been happening since before the commercial break. <laughs> yeah. So the boat sails into the sunset. The screen dims to black. The stage lights come on. They lift a big curtain, and the whole cast is there. Ariel's wearing this big fucking dress that's like a feat of fashion. <laughs> like fashion Something. engineering. Yeah. But was also horrifying to look at. Yeah. And the whole cast is there, and they start dancing around the stage, and they walk from the main stage down the catwalk to the end of it, and then she and Eric bow, yeah, and then the whole thing ends. <laughs> and that was That's it. not a finale! That's not a finale. That's not- you can't just call stuff finales, just for the <laughs> sake of it. Just for shits right. and giggles. It was. It also, was also that yeah. finale, that like minute and a half of them walking yep. that they called a fucking finale. That <laughs> yep. probably costs like fifteen thousand dollars. Like they could have built me a new basement with the money that they spent <laughs> on their grand finale. It's true. Are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> yeah, it was so dumb. I was like, I would have just ended it. Like, I I didn't need to watch the grand finale for the sake of this podcast. My opinion was already formed. I could have saved myself, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. You could have. But I was trying to do good journalism. <laughs> and the pop-up told me there was a finale. The pop-up lied. The pop-up lied. And I just, I after everything that I had been through mm -hmm. with this television event, I just felt betrayed. Yeah. By the pop-up. Yeah. The pop-up. The goddamn pop-up. Pop <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start adding them as, like, an overlay to our podcast, and it'll be, like, three minutes until the end of this podcast. <laughs> Clever joke in three minutes. <laughs> Kelsey has a thesis in two minutes. <laughs> Kirstie references score a hockey musical in three minutes. <laughs> the hosts talk about the content they came here to talk about in three minutes. <laughs> Yikes. I just, I feel like if you're having to, like, reassure your audience that yeah. the thing they came here for is happening, then you're already doing it wrong. One thousand percent. God. And like, can we address the aerial chick and her voice? Yes. It was bad. Yes. Like, she didn't have the range. She didn't have the range. And this seems to be like a Disney thing. Like when they put Emma Watson in Beauty and the Beast. Yikes. And it's like, but... But just tire people who can sing the songs that are in the movie. As they're already <laughs> written. Like, if you're changing melody lines to try to make it fit with talent, then you're doing it wrong. Get you're talent doing it that wrong. can sing the melodies. Right. Like, they had to drop one of the verses of Part of Your World where it's, like, the climax of the song. And it's supposed to be, like, whatever, different musically 
because of the emotion that it drives. Mm -hmm. And they had to drop the register of it because she couldn't hit the notes. And it, like, ruined it. (laughs) Yeah. That was the most painful one. Yeah, that was hard. And, like, I feel, I saw her, everyone was talking about her, like, Oscars performance, and I feel like I saw that, and I feel like it was fine. So I'm not saying she can't sing, but just... What was she in? It was another Disney movie, obviously. Once you're in the cult, you can't leave. Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) Especially if you're, like, young and at all pretty. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, they just, like, have to suck the life force out of you. Right. I also kind of have a theory that the entire audience was those people who do the, like, Disney college program. Probably. Like, they were paid interns. Yeah, that's probably (laughs) fair. Well, I kept trying to imagine, like, buying a a ticket. (laughs) Because, like, for live televised performances, you often have to buy a ticket to be in the audience. Yeah. So I'm imagining, like, spending 150 bucks or whatever, I don't know what the going rate for that kind of thing is, for, like, a night out for this televised event, and then you go and you stand in a shitty theater and, like, wave around a (laughs) scarf (laughs) and watch a camera crew scuttle around for 15 minutes between scenes. Yeah, like, it surely was not built for the audience. No. And, like, I get that they're all going to be very different for the audience in the theater than they are for the TV audience. Like, it's true for Eurovision. It's been true for all of the other musicals. And everyone is willing to accept that a little. I just feel like they didn't try with this one. No. I feel like this one was like, fuck you. We're just going to play the movie. Right, like, the full amount that they actually had on stage action was probably 30 minutes, max. At most, yeah. Like, is that worth it? No. It's not. It's such a waste of resources. Is that a live musical? Or arguably no? No, it's like a... You know when, like, Disney does those, like, stadium tours? Mm Mm-mm. Like Disney on Ice or like oh. like the Game of Thrones concerts. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that, but they put it on TV. Mm-hmm. And like, if that's what you want to do, fine. But let's call it that and not call it a live musical. Yeah, <sighs> I have questions. I yeah, I have it so just many felt questions. lazy and lame. It was extremely lazy. Yeah, and they didn't even have good transitions between all of the different parts of the movie and the stage. Like, there were a couple different times when they went to transition from the movie to the stage where you could, like, see them hit pause on the movie. The one that made me roll my eyes the most was towards the end where they showed, I think, human Ursula looking in a mirror at... Yes, and then Queen Latifah appears in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was some Disney magic. That was some Disney magic. Yes. Oh, to be sure. Oh, yikes. Yeah, um, we didn't like this one, folks. 
And it wasn't really a fun hate watch except for Shaggy. <laughs> except Shaggy was really fun. Um, I felt so, like, I was cringing for him. And I lost my shit during the opening number, which is, like, the ballet sailors. And yes. that's when they had everyone waving the scarves to pretend to be the ocean. Yeah. And I lost my shit during Under the Sea. <laughs> That was that that number in particular was really where I was like, they really did not have my trust before they did this to me. And now I feel like I'm on a weird acid trip because there are people in pajamas that look like starfish. Yep. And they're all doing the conga and Shaggy is scared. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so funny. It was horrible. <laughs> There's that one fish that looks like Jabba the Hutt, except a fish. <laughs> I will say that right there is the kind of showmanship I demand from Eurovision. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. If that had been a Eurovision number, it would have been lit. Oh, I forgot to talk about my aerialist comment. Oh, yes. It's too late. It's fine. Just say it anyway. (laughs) I just want to tell the executives in charge of this production who are getting off on the aerial stunts in The Little Mermaid Live to go fuck themselves and to go watch Australia's Eurovision performance from last year if they want to talk about singing while doing aerial stunts. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, on that note. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't I haven't I've like really avoided TV musicals. I feel like we missed our shot by not watching Grease cuz it seems like Grease was a good one. Mm. And now I think I'm just kind of over it. Yeah, and unfortunately it's not trending in the direction of them stopping anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah. Although, plot twist. Plot twist. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Score a hockey musical. (laughs) Live on ABC. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Starring the bare naked ladies. <laughs> you just get the pop up in the corner of the screen. It's like the bare naked ladies. <laughs> I would pay for that. I would be an audience member. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh my god. (laughs) I would watch the hell out of that. Yeah, I would too. Hey, networks, contact us. We will help you make the television event score a hockey musical. (laughs) I don't know how, because we're not actually in the business, nor do we own any of the rights. Yeah. Oh shit, you know what? What? Yeah, like, if I became a billionaire, (laughs) the extravagant unnecessary thing I would do with all of my wealth is buy the rights to score a hockey musical for like 11 billion dollars for no particular reason 
and then just like see how many things I can get adapted out of it. Can I get a live television musical? Can I get a Broadway tour? What else can I get? Can I get an animated version so that we can then reboot it as a live version? You need an arena tour. We gotta get an arena tour. Holy shit. Can we get it in state fairs? Can we get it in arenas? What are other kinds of venues? Um. (laughs) Um. What if I what if I spend several billion dollars to buy all of the billboards in the like six largest metropolitan areas of the country and then they just play score a hockey musical for like 24 hours? <laughs> My favorite part of this scenario is that you would leave the YouTube version for free forever. <laughs> yeah, I just need the rights for distribution, but I'm not trying to mess with public domain. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> oh. You know, billionaires are philanthropists at heart. Always. Always. That's what they all say. <laughs> we believe we believe in serving others. Oh. Us billionaires. Oh my god. This is amazing. <laughs> wow. Well, if you have other ideas about what me and my billions of dollars should do with the rights to score a hot musical. <laughs> And nothing else. We're, and nothing else. <laughs> All I want to talk about is different distribution options for Score a Hockey Musical. Kelsey, <laughs> where can they send us their pitches and also their billions of dollars? Please tweet to us at HateWatchWithUs or email us, HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com. If you would like to send us billions of dollars first, you have to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and write, I will give you $5 billion in the review portion. Yes. Um, Yeah, we don't accept reviews without billions as well. Yeah. (laughs) If you would like to vet our content to see if you would like to give us billions of dollars, you can find all of it at hatewatchwithus.com. And... If you actually want to funnel some money indirectly our way, you can do that by visiting Thought Bubble Audio's Patreon, because we are part of the Thought Bubble Audio Network. And if you'd like to find more of their shows, look for at ThoughtBubbleFM on Twitter, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, and search Thought Bubble Audio in your podcast platform of choice. Yeah. Really fucking nailed that. <laughs> you did. That was great. You got through all of it. I got through I all of well it. I feel well informed. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am ready to contact my financial planner and discuss where to funnel my dividends. Yes. That's all the words I know. <laughs> <laughs> and if you would like to figure out what to do with your $5 billion, you know, as you, you know, work your budget. You should probably look at You Need a Budget. (laughs) They are not sponsoring us. (laughs) I made a joke to my husband one time about how I wondered what, like, I think it was Kim Kardashian, but some billionaire's budget would look like on YNAB. And he just looked at me and he was like, I think that's a little beyond the scope of YNAB. (laughs) Only if you say it is. 
But I am a billionaire. I will use YNAB to manage (laughs) the distribution of score hockey musical. I can't wait to see what categories you fund. Oh, I'd have so many. I'd have a lot of categories. So many. (laughs) What a weird fan fiction we've created. really just our like happy place why now i feel like it's Scora worked out really well musical. for both why and score hockey musical like maybe not the best for us yeah but. yeah sounds about right <laughs> oh, yikes. all right okay yikes thanks for listening <laughs> we'll see you next time bye bye all right all right hold on all right that's my last time sniffing. You're allowed to sniff. No, I'm not allowed to sniff. <laughs> okay. You gotta edit out every single one of those sniffs. Yeah, I know. I it's know. less time intensive for me to just get a fucking tissue. That's fair. Instead of living like a caveman. <laughs> just sniffing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>